That time of the week again, bitch. That's right. This is another juicy episode of Old School, New School Comedy Podcast. And I am your trash shit-talking host, Christy Miller. And we are coming to you live, sort of, from the comic strip here in New York City. And with me this week is uh, would be considered New School. We love her. She's adorable. I've watched her grow these last few years. And uh, she'll be featured in the New York Comedy Festival, without me, on November 12th. (laughs) And you can see her on Amazon Prime, and uh, she's very funny, and all the clubs in the city, give it up for Lana Siegel. Thank you so much for having me. What an honor. I really was excited when you asked. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. She doesn't get out much. I don't get out. You know, everybody's been saying that lately. I guess I, uh, yeah, I'm trying to be very optimistic. (laughs) This comes off as crazy. Yes, it does. I'm trying. (laughs) I always laugh. I was, I was talking to a friend of mine. Like, because Lana is the. This is one girl that I've watched grow that is a real good bullshit artist and knows how to get doors open. And I love that. Like, I, because I'm not, because I'm too fucking honest to people. You know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah. I I have no filter. I'm 53. So when you get to be in your 50s, you lose that filter. Yeah. And you just kind of say what's on your mind and, and what you think straight up. I can't wait because I'm about to have a breakdown if I keep this whole niceness up. So, yeah, I think she's going to go crazy. Right one of those Stepford wise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everything's happy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom. Mary, that's it. Yeah. Yep. It's happening. Yep. You guys are here witnessing some. So, um, but she's amazing at bullshitting and getting people and like, oh my God, I love this. Oh my God, you're so great. What is I've it after, too. I, so I've been acting for like 20 years. I know when right. you said new school, I was like, oh, thank you. I'll take the new school. But I've Well, new school years. means, you know, new in the comedy game. Like nine I, years of doing comedy. Yeah, so you're a nine-year-old kid. Nine I'm a 28-year-old kid. Well, in you, the game. You look, you don't look a day over 16. Did you guys see her ass? That's a 16-year-old ass, right? And doggy. Yeah. So- <laughs> So, but I've watched her grow over the last few years, and she's really come a long way. And this is a girl, like, I don't, you know me, you, my fans know me, that I have no patience for these new jacks that have these huge TikTok followings, but they have no act, and they think they rule the school. And it's like, I can't. Like, I ruin them all. You know me. I, yeah. I cuss them all out. But I really watched you hustle and grow and write, and you're grinding it. Like, you kind of have, I think it's because you're older, you know, like you're not a kid. Yeah, no. How old are you, may I ask? Let's say I'm 29 for life. Go right? fuck yourself. <laughs> so that means she's 43. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's say in the 30s, girl. So cut it up a little. <laughs> she really is honest, but no, 30s, everybody. No, <laughs> I know. Like people say, I'm 29, the bitch is always in her 40s. It's off now. My head's getting hot in here. The hot in the Whoa. Are those Damn. Are 43? No, okay. All right, keep, keep going. Well, yeah, I guess. How are you not headlining more with those tits? I don't know, because I'm really trying to be the honest Liz, you know. Yeah, we're really Oh, God, so. if I had tits like that, I wouldn't work again. <laughs> I would headline everywhere. i just wrap the can. <laughs> I can't even push mine together. They're so small. It's sad. It's <laughs> But no, I just, you know, you're so cute. So you're in the game nine years, and I really admire your hustle, because I watch some of these new jacks coming up, and... I'm like, what do you think this magically happened? Yeah. Like, they go up, they think they're going to magically get it. So tell me what, first of all, I know you've been acting a long time. What got you into stand-up? Why do you want to do this treacherous yeah. fucking life? A whole lot of misfortunate events, I think. Right? <laughs> That's what I, whatever gets everybody into, into yes. stand-up. I think, uh, so, okay, so let's 
Let's start from the beginning. How much time do we have? We have a- 30 seconds. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. It's, it's, it's NFL Sunday. Yeah. It's a two-minute warning. Quick. It really makes me laugh so hard. Um, first of all, I thank you for saying that. I meant like, I really, I'm not bullshitting. I think I start to believe the bullshit, you know? It's yeah. the acting part. Everybody we really does. start, yeah, because- The comics are such so. fucking narcissists. Like, we like, oh, you think I'm great? Oh, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so the TikTok thing, it's got it's, everybody's complaining about. It. I mean, I'm only nine years in, but you see people who are just um, trying to do, do their internet comics, and then they come up on stage and they're beginners. They don't have the chops. You really do need the chops. It's and the work to. and the writing. But the bookers are like, you know, they are like yeah. in New York City. I've seen a huge turnover of bookers in these clubs now. I mean, here's the comic strip. It's the only one besides the comedy seller yeah. that's got the has the original bookers in it that yeah. that know comedy. I mean, Tommy and Jeannie know comedy. They've been around it for 400 years. Yeah. The seller has been in business 31, 32 years. Yeah. And they've been there since day one. Noam and, and Esty and them have been there since day one. So it's like. And, and all the managers have been there have a tenure, you know, yeah. like they all know comedy. And it's just funny to me personally how at the cellar and the strip versus the other club, yeah. how you look at the lineups and it's like, it's a huge, you know, yeah. extreme one way, extreme not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's the TikTokers. And all these bookers are young. They're like, oh, they got their thumb on the algorithm of the TikTok, the algorithm comics. And then they book them. And then these people think this is what comedy is. Yeah, now. yeah. And all these bookers are just booking based on followers. Yeah. And it's like it's one thing to have a huge following on TikTok or Instagram. And if you have that, God bless you. That's great. You yeah. figured it out. I can't because I don't have the patience. And that's my problem. Yeah. yeah. It's and a lot of investment. It's a yeah, lot it's of Yeah, it's a 24-hour job. And we're actually busy being on stage. Yeah. I'm writing. Yeah. I'm performing. Yeah. I'm going on. I'm, I'm calling clubs, getting yeah. booked. I'm, I'm hustling in my way. But... It's like it's a real talent to get that following, but yeah. it's like also it's like, when are you going to work on your material? Yeah, like there's yeah. got to be a point where you need to like, okay, I need to buckle down and start writing shit. And every clip that these guys like they go on, oh, they're going to pack the room, so the bookers yeah. book them based on the followers. Oh, they got all these followers, they're going to pack the room out. We don't have to spend money yeah. on marketing. And then there's three people in the audience, exactly, and two of them never heard of the person. Yeah, it's going to be. I'm very well, yeah, because you know I started in the mid '90s, and it, I started right as comedy was tanking at that point. Live entertainment was tanking right. at that point. Like comedy clubs were empty, were begging people. So you had to be good to get spots. And I I was in L.A. So there was three clubs and hundreds of comics fighting for it. And they were all good. Yeah. Like, all the comics were good. So it wasn't like, I'm funnier than them. It's like, oh, yeah, I get it, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, you had to be good. And it was all word of mouth. And that's how you got booked. Now they have it so easy. Yeah. With these algorithm comics, you know, like, I have followers. Oh, I've seen him. I follow yeah. him. Oh, hey, do my room because you have 100,000 followers or whatever it is. And you know what? God bless you. Do it. Yeah. I have no problem with it. But my problem is that they look at that only as the following and not as, hey, this person is a following, but are they funny? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And then they post, they post, this is what kills me. Yeah. The clips that these kids post. Yeah. There's no laughs. No laughs. Like, what, oh, yeah. Why I would see, you? I see yeah, people post yeah. their open mic set. Yeah. I'm like, what are you fucking yeah. doing? You yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I would, yeah. if I posted a set like that, I would tell you, I would take my phone away from you. Yes. Yeah. 
she's she's getting on. Come on, Grandma, put the phone down. We're going out. You know? Yes. It's like, I can't. I know. It's it's infuriating. Especially- How are you navigating all this? Being nine years in, considering it, but you yeah. kind of came up in the tech age, you know? Yeah, yeah. So how are you? Oh, how is it working for it's, you? Uh, it's hard. It's freaking hard. <laughs> I'm, just try- I'm like, I'm just trying to think, sit down every day and think, what? bit can I do that's groundbreaking that's amazing how can I write something that's really honest and funny and then go and work on it I'm just really trying because so I think I think it helps that um let's start from the beginning I came over when I was six. So I'm the OG she, of refugees. So she's also yeah. the Dion Warwick, the Psychic Friends <laughs> Network. She saw the fucking war coming. She's like, yeah. Mom, we're out of here. That's right. Yes, exactly. Let's go to another war zone, East New York. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly where I ended up. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I, I came from Ukraine to East New York. Yes. That's amazing. That's, that's our show, folks. Yeah, great night. That's incredible. I don't know how you predicted that. That's where my relatives lived. I guess they felt comfortable there. Um, they felt comfortable around the chaos. They say yes, yes. That's so funny. Yeah, that's I love exactly it. what happened. And I was horror. I came here. I'm like, what the fuck? Because, uh, you know, the next day, I was very grateful. My aunt took us to McDonald's and Ninja Turtle a movie. The the first one just came out. The Ninjas. And uh, I was like, rats, train? Like, what? what the hell is this? This is so dark. There are turtles and rats, <laughs> yeah. trains, and pizza. Okay. Yeah, okay. You don't desecrate okay. the teenage. No, I, w- I wanted to go back to Ukraine at that point. I'm like, what the fuck? This is, I, I dreamt of some kind of amazing, you know, Hollywood palm trees. And I, yeah. East New York is definitely not. Yeah, that was. Well, there's trees in East New York, but there's smoke those over there. And we just came back, and we were just like in refugee camps. So I'm like, this is. What? I did not. Yeah, well, what? Well, East New York still is a refugee camp. No, so. <laughs> Shady. <laughs> well, we had to go through a few different countries. We had right. Italy. I know, I know. But um, I know we don't have a lot of time. And I have a lot to get to you. Right, you're you're going to be. Right. We're going to be. 78 by the time we're, we're done Just, with this. As I always tell my favorite person, Barry Ribs, you're circling the runway, Ribs. Land the plane. Okay, we're, we're going to try to land the plane. <laughs> All right. Yada, yada, yada. I uh, started to do Latin dancing. Yeah, don't hit the yeah. table because it's echoing. Anyway, okay. Sorry. Um, very afraid of Christy. I want to do everything she tells me. <laughs> I want to do it right. Yeah. <laughs> what am I, poop? She went, yeah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so then I... Uh, some reason I focused my whole entire life into doing Latin dancing, and I did that. That's for very six... Ukrainian. It, you know what? <laughs> All the Dancing with the Stars people are from Ukraine. Oh my God! That's yeah. <laughs> I don't watch it. <laughs> I know. Don't. I don't either. Um, I, think... I know those people, and we were in the same circle. Oh, that's we were in the finals, as a semifinal, and I know who they are. And see if they did lifting with the stars, I'd be yeah. right. And oh my God! Yeah. That... <laughs> Well, maybe come up with our show together. You're gonna. There you go. I'm gonna be eating a cheeseburger. It's a whole thing. We got a whole thing planned. There you go. Um, but uh, so yeah, I did that very six hours a day, and then I I got um, nationally. Huh? I would perform. I was ranked seven in the United States, and then I was internationally ranked. Yeah, I really. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much, Christy. I it was really intense. Um, and I was almost on the Dancing with the Stars show, but then I, I think I just couldn't take any more at the whole. You were hungry. That's what I it was. You were hungry. hungry. You're a hungry girl. <laughs> this is not allowed to eat. Talk <laughs> about a breakdown. Yeah, hungry. 
And I didn't want to have that um, way means of making money, which is you. A lot of the dancers, um, the students fund their um, lifestyle by paying them to go on uh, the competitions. So they, they pay for their competitions while they're dancing with the people who are more beginner, who are usually um, have. So basically it's a, a good income sponsor. It's a sponsor, and it's very weird and creepy. I couldn't stomach. The next thing you know, you're trafficking it out to. That's pretty definitely. Like in Amsterdam, <laughs> in a fucking dungeon somewhere with fucking hashish and an old man named Gary. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? How did I get here? Where's Alan Order at? Like, I don't know how Christy knows all these things, but it's pretty amazing. Because I run one of those oh, rings. Yeah. <laughs> you treat everybody nicely. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to sweet and a fucking. Oh, wow, we got dark real quick. I know, right? Okay, yeah, we'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's awesome. Yeah, so so yeah. then, so then you got hungry, so you're like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Eat, and then you're like, There's "I'm gonna talk shit about it." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna talk shit about it, which I don't really. Why don't you I talk should. about this much? I should. Yeah, you it's need really to really because it's a huge part of who you are. Yeah, and it'll actually connect the audience to you. Yeah, you need to start yeah. writing out funny shit, and then yeah. you know. There's the reality, you know, you joke just, writing. With I just try to do it. I'm like so earnest. I really want to do it the honest way. So I'm like, stand up now. I'm going to really focus and just do stand up. I'm not going to be a gossip. Honest way. Fuck I know, that. I know. I know. I stand. Yeah. And <laughs> just do it any way you yeah. fucking can yeah. and you don't yeah. sell yourself short. Yeah. You yeah. know, that you don't yeah. hurt anybody. You don't hurt yourself. But at the same time, you get to where you need. Yeah. And I'm telling you, if you talk about this shit with the Latin dancing and dancing with the stars and then kind of make yourself the butt of the joke a little bit yeah. and roast yeah. them, you know, tell your story. And then the punches can be embellished. You know, yeah. That's what comedy is. We exaggerate yeah. the punchline because it's, it helps magnify it to make a point. So it yeah. makes it funny. Yeah. And you have and such nice great stories. People about it because I think they think this is this kind of lifestyle. It's glamorous and it's so you know oh fuck them yeah <laughs> fuck. well i would just, like to warn them it's no don't warn them just let them fall let, yeah. let people learn like <laughs> this is our problem in america is that we coddle too much yeah we coddle people we don't want them to hurt no they have to fall down and skin their knee they need to get hit by a bus once or twice to figure <laughs> out oh i shouldn't do that i shouldn't walk into yeah. traffic oh remember when we were yeah. kids my mom was i go to touch the stove my mom goes don't touch the stove it's hot i go why she goes she took my hand and touched the stove see i go ow she goes now you know not to touch the yeah, stove no you gotta learn kids yeah. We coddle people too much, and that's why everybody's triggered. Hey, the pronoun, and I'm triggered, and my feelings are hurt, and I'm not seen. Go fuck yourself. See yourself. Be whoever you want to be. Don't worry what other people think. Channel your inner Dion Sanders is the best way I can say it. Your inner Dion, because your opinion of me doesn't matter to what uh, yeah. my opinion of me is. It doesn't have any reference to that. Christy, you got to... I don't know if it's coming across, but she's filled with so much love and like go like no seriously, just like she's one of those like she'll teach him, she'll teach a bird how to fly. She'll just like like yep. push him into the air and let's go. Come oh, on, oh yeah, yeah. That's what Gen X is all about. We're we're tough. Yeah, Gen Xers. We've been on both sides. We grew up with you know wall phones that our parents would beat us with with the extra long cord and they could chase you down the hallway hitting you with it 
or we slammed phones down. We played at night when the street lights came on. We knew to go home or where our asses were beat. You know, nowadays kids have phones and yeah, no, you know, kids have you know this safe spaces and like and now, but we got we're old enough to appreciate technology. Yeah, as it started, we were too old to learn it the way the kids were, you know, raised in it. So they're fucking masters. Yeah, they're fucking incredible at this shit. And I sat in lockdown and taught myself this shit. I just played around with everything for fourteen hours a day, till I figured it out. But at the same time, I got to appreciate life without cell phones, like. Oh, the phone rang at the apartment and I wasn't there? Oh, well, there's voicemail. You couldn't get a hold of somebody? You left a message and you moved on that with your day. That was kind of nice. I it was it was very, quality. Very day. toxic, yeah. Now it's I'm like so at the phone, like we're staring at the phone. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, a, like it's like in my hand. Like our hands, like everybody's got tendonitis now and carpal tunnel from texting. It's yeah. it's called text thumb. It's a now a syndrome. Yeah. And you have the and fucking And you don't get sun. any endorphins by looking and scrolling and no. noise. Yeah. No, I get endorphins by lifting weights and telling jokes. I don't Yeah, get, and I give contact with you. We're not looking at a phone. Yeah. people. Yeah, this, this, this inter- is human interaction. Yeah. Ew, what is that? Oh, that's just it's a person. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's back to my phone. Okay. Going back on Zoom. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's tough to navigate. And Absolutely. and so you you had a lot against you coming from the Ukraine, living in East New York, over there. But you know, but the dancing with the stars thing is so fascinating to me. Yeah. And then you left all that, and then you chose this life. I don't, well, then I went into acting, which is also I don't know. Ugh. And and uh, I went and I really studied that, and I went to Strasbourg, and I did the whole method. You were so Russian. I know. I mean, it's like so everything's so lit. Everything is so intense. Like it's so intense. The best lifters in the world are Russian Olympic. Yeah. They start these kids at a Lemon and twelve. I look. That's why fast fucks doing in America. No. Playstations and eating cheeseburgers and yeah, smoking weed. Lose their minds because they're like, "Which is all hard?" And it's like, yeah. you need to chill out. Yeah, sometimes you chill well, out. It's balance. It's a balance. And you know, I need to. But learn I will balance. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, everybody needs to learn balance. But it's yeah. so crazy. So. You started this. You went into acting. Then went to acting. And you found out it's horrible. Every, found out it's all it's all it's so creating. It's so disgusting. Um, and then I went to HB Studios and I studied like one of the best. Uh, Austin Pendleton. I don't know. A lot of people probably know. He's a big coach. He played um on my cousin Vinny. He played the prosecutor who stutters. He actually has a real stutter. Hilarious. Yes. And he plays in a lot of Muppet right. movies. And one of my best roles in that class was I played somebody who was ninety seven percent percent brain damaged. And oh, so they, <laughs> that prepared you for stand-up. It's all fucking brain damage. Who in your right mind gets on that stage? I don't And know. sits there and talks to people and likes it. Even yeah. when they're bombing, we're like, oh, that's so hot. Yeah, no, it's like, yeah, it's no, there's very, very wrong with us. Yeah, yeah. wrong. Uh, yeah, we've been through a lot. Just, it's it's a whole different yeah. level. Um, but yeah, so he said... Uh, he was like, I've never seen it done quite that way. That was the most natural. He said, maybe like a little speech impediment, but not really. There was something about this. <laughs> and I, I, to this day, I'm like, is it because I'm a brilliant actor or is it because he thinks I'm brain damaged? Well, I, I really think can't it's, I mean, tell. I guess you are brain damaged, but. <laughs> I Actually, I literally am. I, I broke my head when I was seven, first got here. Sure. Yeah. Eastern New York. Yeah, <laughs> concussion never really healed. <laughs> she should play football. Yeah, <laughs> She's on concussion protocol when she gets off stage. <laughs> but it's like, but it's also, it's cultural. Yeah. You know, I love when I see like other cultures attempt 
stand up and like American stand up. Mm. And and it's so fascinating. I, I love it. Like mm. I loved I, I love like so I love like when I, I hate doing all women shows. Mm. It's the same fucking period <laughs> joke over and over. <laughs> you know, I can't I can't stand all black shows because it's the same no, all white dude shows. You know, all I gotta say with you, all these shows that are supposed to be like all inclusive, they're actually exclusive. Why because all kinds of different people together? Well because they had to go exclusive because they weren't inclusive and it yeah. kind of just now everybody's kind of territorial and uh yeah. like because back in the 90s we had to have fat tuesdays and chocolate sundays in la because you know guy tory started that guy tory went to mitzi shore and said and scott day and said you know i want to do um fat tuesdays i want to do a night a black night and get all these urban comics from south central and compton and all everything and you know yeah down in south in the you know in the area that mm-hmm. never that only worked the chitlin circuit mm-hmm. they never played mainstream clubs and then guy tory started it in the belly room mm-hmm. every tuesday night and it would sell out. and it would mm-hmm. be so packed that we moved it to the main room and then guy tory went on to do a, a movie before the main room show like guy tory went on to do, work on a movie and buddy lewis took it over so you got two different styles. And, you know, Guy Tory's, you know, street comic, you know, funny as fuck, and him, him and his brother, Joe Tory, And uh, so, like, he would host it. And then when they left to go work on a movie, Buddy Lewis comes in who does crowd warm-up. Mm-hmm. He works the cruise ships. Huh. He's very clean, like, very funny as hell. Oh, my God, Buddy Lewis was so funny. And just... But it's so funny, the energy he brought was so different than Guy. Like, Guy was tough and hard, and the comics were just bam, 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 and crush. But they didn't have... These comics were never getting booked in the mainstream clubs because they were too black. Like, Mitzi, too black. Oh, God, no one's going to get it. And it's like, but Mitzi loved black comics. So she's like, yeah, let's do the show. And then it grew to the main room, became a big phenomenon. Wow. And, and like, turned West Hollywood into, like, a whole thing on Tuesday nights. Like, it became a big thing. Yeah. And it was huge, but we had to have that. And then we had the women's shows in the belly room. And we had to have that because at that time when I started, it was only like eight out of eight out of 10 comics were men. Yeah. And you never saw many females. And then as, you know, as time grew in the 2010s, you saw a lot of female comics and it really got inundated, which was great. And um, but again, we still have to have these shows because if you look at regular lineups, yeah, it's, it's not male. And also what pisses me off, too, about all that is, and I'm sure you've seen this, especially yeah. where you work all those, you know, indie rooms in Brooklyn yeah. that yeah. I can't. Yeah, I get it. I, I don't. I can't. They're not. I can't. The greatest. I can't. They're... But they're adorable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I think they would hate me. No. But um. no. But places like, you know, they have it's I call it. But, I call them um, check the box comics. Yeah. Do they check the box? Okay, we'll book them. It's like, well, there's a lot of check box comics. Yeah. Funny as fuck. And you're not booking them. You're yeah. booking people just because, oh, they check the box because, yeah. and this is, this is, oh, this is the T, homie. I'm being very Paul Mooney right now. The T is when I was coming up and they would book women, they say, you got to book more women, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. We've been having this fight for 30 years. Yeah. And, uh, 
they would book the worst women, mediocre women, and then they would turn around and go, yeah, this is why we don't book women. They don't do well in this club, so we don't book them. Every You'll hear this from bookers all on the road. Yeah, we don't book women in this room because they don't do well. Well, it's because you're, you're not booking the right women. I'm like, yeah. I have a list. Like yeah. this long in fine print of yeah. funny fucking bitches that yeah. throw down that can crush harder than any guy I know. Yeah. And same thing. And, and I, I don't, I'm so tired of the check boxes too because then it starts alienating people. Of course. Because yeah. I think you're being inclusive, but you're really being exclusive. That's what I say. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. That's then, why we just need to mix of the best comics and I mean, in an ideal world. And then just the, the internet comics who are beginners who have got like a two million followers have their show, like the special, you know, the special Olympics. The special Olympics, yeah. Why don't they, they let them, and let them pack it out and let them do all that fun have, stuff. Yeah, have them. Have, have them do the fun, you know, I, exclusive just for them. Yeah, because I, because so they I, can grow. Exactly. Yeah. They need, like, they, I always tell people, like, you know, like, you know, back in the, the main show so people start to hate comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, on the, like, on your main yeah. shows, like on Friday and Saturday, you want to put your best of. Yeah. Like, Mitzi would put all the heavy hitters. Friday nights and Saturday nights and the OR in the main room. And every club I've ever played, think about it, yeah. all the headliners work the weekend. Yes, because the, the million follower people or the three million like the, follower who are who are beginners, um, are it's just, it's like a one huge bringer thing. It's that's yeah. what it's become. Put them on it's during a glorified the week. bringer, yeah. Put them on during the week when you know yeah, the just, days are slow. Yeah. But, so, you know, what do I know? Yeah. But, so Just suggestions. Yeah, we should just, run oh up. my God, yeah. guess what? I forgot to turn the light on. I was gonna tell you, but I didn't want to get. Tell I didn't want to get you. Oh this my god! Because we were really passionately talking. So. All right. So. <laughs> Christy's gonna kill me now. No, I'm just gonna kill myself. Oh no! No, no please don't. We need you. No, 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 no. But uh, no, but it's true. But it's but it's Speaking never. Of killing ourselves. The next thing I did was improv, which was the worst thing. <laughs> yeah, it was. So, because I didn't have the balls to do comedy, I was already, already like at a low point, you know, the acting and the auditioning and the, right. whew, and, uh, and then I worked a lot of dead end jobs, um, so I can keep auditioning and acting, um, and I literally had this incident, I was, so I was, um, I was a preschool teacher a couple of days, and then I taught dance as well, and that's so I could get insurance, sure. and there was a two-year-old, and one of the parents was telling me like, oh, so I heard you were a nationally ranked dancer and you you know the people in Dancing with Stars. I'm like, I do. And then I hear from the bathroom a two-year-old going, Lana, wipe my ass. So that was a very... That was me. God <laughs> <laughs> damn it, Christy. <laughs> so that was, that was kind of a low point. Uh, but so then I did improv uh, and... Um, my my husband was kind enough to come to a show and I was doing one scene. He's like, you should really stick to acting. You know, the acting scenes were good. Yeah. Yeah. And then he said, don't please don't do this again. Or if you do, don't invite me. So then four levels later, I kept doing it. And it was one of the I don't know if you guys watch The Office and Michael Scott does improv. That was me. But instead of like every scene he comes up in as an FBI agent, I came in with like mommy issues. Like I just came in with a, a mother scene, another me imitating my mother. And uh, and it was very like high school. Everybody was really mean. And yeah. yeah, and just they had their own like, I, I you know, and I felt like such an immigrant because I really didn't know all their like references. Sure, it's cultural. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, yes. Fuck? I don't know. And it was awful.
But I did four levels because I was like, well, I got to get this right. She hated it that much that she spent all of that time. <laughs> but I honestly, I think, because I did the Groundlings in the 90s, mm-hmm. and I left after level two. I was and, smart. And level two, my teacher, she said, get out of here. <laughs> She's like, don't waste your life in here. I go, but she goes, no. She goes, you're better than this place. <laughs> Because, you know, but it's I only took improv at the Groundlings just to be able to trust my gut mm-hmm. and for writing mm-hmm. to like because the funniest thing is when you don't think about it and yeah. you just blurt it out. The yeah. funniest shit comes out. So I I took improv just to just to um better my writing skills and yeah. trust my gut on a joke. Like, like just trust yourself. The funny will come out. Yeah. And so that helped me a lot gain confidence on stage because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to deal with hecklers as I get, you know, mm-hmm. more uh, yeah. more up the ladder as I start working better, like better clubs yeah. and start working the road. I'm gonna be dealing with hecklers, so I want to be able to trust my gut with that. Yeah, and I, and I also, I don't know about you, but I yeah. can't write on paper. Yeah, I can't write jokes out. I have what? I, I, ideas. Only paper, only paper yeah. for me, and I Which, can't. Yeah, I, so I feel like a millennial. I feel yeah. like you're more younger, and I'm more of a yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm like I will write an idea down, like a premise. Yeah, and then I'll let it simmer in my brain, and then I go on stage. That's better for me. And too. trust my gut, yeah. and talk about because I'm like, okay, this is a premise, and this is how I have a, an emotional reaction to this. Yeah, and this is a thought, and this is a funny reaction. So. I'll just go up and talk about it, and I record everything. Yeah. So then I go home and listen to it. I go, oh, that was great. I know exactly what I want to do with this now. Okay, now I want to take it in this direction because I opened up something here. I'm like, oh, I didn't like the way that sounded. I'm going to get rid of that. So that's how I do it. And then in a couple weeks of working on it, it's done. Yeah. And then as time goes by, it grows because I evolve over the time. So I can... But it's that's how I write. But I have premises. Like my set lists are outlines. Yeah, yeah. I, I, as time went on, I start to really write out things more. But then again, I do go up on stage and then change a lot of it. So I do write up sure. on stage as well. Yeah. But I do try well, it. Of course like, you do because you're trying it out. Yeah. That, yeah. But that's the whole thing. But I don't, I can't write it out on paper. Yeah. And, but I have a set list and it's like, like when I did my album, Brutally Yours on Apple iTunes, so Spotify. <laughs> She's lying. No. <laughs> but I literally had my set lists you know the three pages in outlines like mm. the topic the premise yeah the beginning middle end as a bullet point and then it, it was like all like an outline and then i would write down on the on the monitors things for the the set list monitors that i wrote down bits on a list in big sharpie so i wouldn't forget these bits because i already had like you know i was doing 90 minutes so yeah Announced for a forty-five minute album, which ended up being an hour and five. Oh wow! So um, they cut a lot of it, and we cut, you know, drop stuff off. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't like the way that came out. Cut it here, yeah, or whatever. And we only, yeah, we only cut twenty minutes. So, um, but it wasn't twenty minutes of enough to be like that's a solid set to do because it was just pieces of everything. So um, I'm in the middle of writing the next album, but I wrote the set list on the monitors of the things I knew I would forget if I was up there. But that was it. And it's 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 tough, but it's like that's how I write. But you have to do how if you have to write it out, then fucking write it out. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Because I would, rem- I would remember shit more if yeah, I wrote well, it out. I'm putting so much pressure on myself because now we do have so much competition. So 
you know, like you said, the internet, I know. And I'm like, (laughs) half of it is the most amazing, like from the get go. And then I do, but I do end up changing a lot of it because the adrenaline kicks in and then you write on stage. I'm going to give you a piece of advice. I'm listening. I'll take from you. Have fun. Don't put pressure on yourself. Seriously. I get out there. I have a blast. The other night, the audience was tight. And they were not responding. I did say something by accident that really shut them down. And then I was digging myself out. But they were they were so attentive. They were on everywhere. They're like, yeah. And then what? And then what? And it was so cute. Yeah. yeah. But it was like not my normal reaction. I usually get yeah. crazy. So I really kind of like, but I still had fun. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm having more fun. I'm Good. definitely, but I think yeah, in general, loose. I just don't have too much fun. Yeah. Loosen, yeah. The, loosen the ponytail. Yeah, I gotta loosen. loosen the ponytail. Oh, for sure. In everything. Yeah. To loosen. Un- fun. Un- Unhook the bra. Let the yeah. things fly. No, yeah. Yeah, girl, well, they it. need to be yanked up to my nose. <laughs> I wish I had that problem. <laughs> well. Well, now that the light's on, they can tell. Oh, so, no, as soon as the bra comes off, they're sweeping the floors. But, you know. This Perfect. Yeah. Still picking up change. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a quarter. <laughs> Too bad it's a carpet here. I could have really been uh, contributing. But um, no, I need to let loose. That's let for loose. sure. Everybody tells me that. I need yeah. to get out more and I need to let loose. <laughs> just, <laughs> just just remind yourself that this is fun. Yeah. And when you're having yeah. fun, the crowd is going to have fun yes. with you. Yeah. If you're stressing yourself out and putting all this pressure, the crowd is going to yeah. feel that pressure and react. Yeah. So if you go up there and just have a good time and just yeah. let things fly, like, that's, fuck it. I'm going to have fun. That's a spiritual yeah. take. And you're much younger than I am, so you'll figure it out. We'll I'm 150 in dog years. <laughs> I'm in my late thousands. <laughs> but you're young. You're much younger. So I'm Eastern European and Jewish. That's like an late. She's 95. <laughs> exactly. And 170 in Jewish years. Cultures. Yeah. God. Yeah. It's from the Stone Age. Exactly. <laughs> so what was Jesus like when he was coming up? He was, he was a lot of fun. He liked prostitutes. No. <laughs> he had a oh, yeah. following. Yeah. I thought he was gay. He had 12 dudes always following <laughs> around. That's what, I, that's what I said. And they wore dresses. Easy access. Lift up your skirt. Suck his dick. Oh, I'm sorry, God. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. Um, I'm single. Um, anyways, yeah. But, so that's all. So with a... Done. And done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have fun with it. And, uh... So, um, I, we were at improv, I think. And then how did I get to comedy? That's what we were trying. We did the improv and she got lost. And I finally got the balls. Did thank, you for, thank you for keeping up with us. Cause <laughs> I lost out where we were. First. <laughs> That's what I did. I don't want to do. Um, finally did, uh, a first open mic and it actually went well because of course I over-prepared. I was writing this set for eight years. And <laughs> yeah. the rest of the open micers would send eight yeah. years opening. Nice. Writing. Be very considerate. Yeah. And it went well. And the other comics were more seasoned said that was really good. Oh, yeah. And then the second. Where was your off, first open mic at? It Where was, was it? Um, you remember? At the, uh, it's the comedy shop now downstairs. Oh, the old village lantern. The old village lantern. I went to the. I bathroom. loved the lantern. It was really good. It was, it was a lot great. of fun. It was the bathrooms were, you know, a little it was crazy. Creepy. Yeah, yeah. Creepy. So I was just practicing and sweating and. Yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, and but the second one was awful, and third one, and the fourth, yeah. you know, and then the next couple of years was all right. So, was what awful. was what was one of your best sets that you ever had, and where was it? Like oh, what? Oh, that's a good. Yeah, like where? Like what was your favorite night? Like I fucking murdered, and it was so I was so high from it, and where was it? 
Punchline Comedy Club. Philly? It's a year ago. Philly and Philly, thank you. Again, Kirsty's keeping us on track. <laughs> uh, the the war in Ukraine just started. Oh, that's like yeah. Thank yeah. for the snack. Yeah. God handed you a gift. Yeah, I was... Well, you know, I don't try to lean into any one thing because I'm trying to be like noble and like just work on the. But no, I explain. You know, I was that's like, who you are. That's where you're from. Yeah, this is God handing you. Yeah, ten it's minutes of material like for Ukraine at that point. Now they don't care because it's exhausting. Oh, I'm still yeah. for it. Oh yeah, I'm. Oh yeah, I'm Ukraine still for it. Because Putin, he's yeah. a midget. Oh yeah, yeah. Just gotta stop the midget. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's off. It's oh, see, my off little Russia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but yeah, that uh, I went up. It went really well. Everybody, I felt all the love. You know, and uh, Billy has garbage people, yeah, but I love. I them. love them. Oh, good. Billy people. and Boston are two of my favorite cities to and play. You're performing in Boston. Oh, excited too. They're yeah. garbage. It's Irish. Tra- oh, oh, yeah. Oh, 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 my people. <laughs> oh, I love they Boston. I love Philly. Yeah, I have the best. Oh, it's yeah. just because. They want to see the raw. They want. They don't want to see anything polished or pretty. They don't yeah, care. They yeah. want to see the real. Yeah. I love it when you're real and raw with them. Yeah. You know, it's gotten really weird. Like, I did a show in, uh, last week in Brooklyn, and I, I have this joke that does well all the time. And then, um, but it's it's about me being Jewish and complaining a lot. And people were like, oh, like, like, I can't even be honest who I am. No, you can. They just can't ha- fuck yeah, that. Yeah. No. No, no, just keep doing yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, it was, it's, it's all right. It was very I'm, strange. I'm like, yeah. why are you going to... I'm grateful that you're here, but it's like, you make fun of things. Yeah, we throw ourselves under the bus. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun, yeah. I come out, I have a line that I use, and it usually breaks the ice. Yeah. And I go look at him and go, I go, look at this lady. She's looking at me going, oh, finally, a real man on this show. And I flex. <laughs> And it usually kills because it's like a yeah. ma- like hi. I don't take myself yeah. serious. Yeah, nothing Friday. Yeah. Nothing. Usually it just murders and it's so stupid. Yeah, it's just so silly. I like love like silly look, at, I'm stupid. silly and stupid. Yeah. We're gonna have a good time going crazy. <laughs> and they got <laughs> like they felt bad for me. Yeah, I'm like don't feel bad don't for me. Know. I did this on purpose. Do you see this? This is all on purpose. Yeah. You know, oops. You know, I didn't like fall into a gym and bench 350. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you got to work at it. I think you look great, by the way. Oh, but, thank yeah. you. But, but yeah, you know, it's, totally it's so funny that they got so disturbed yeah, that I was making yeah. fun of myself. Yeah. And I'm like, it's. I had one night. At, this is a long time ago at the Grizzly Pear downtown. I mentioned my age. Or the, you know, like I and I. Something about, you know, because I have jokes about you know, not getting my period and all, yeah. like all this getting old stuff. And this girl in the front row, she's like in her early 20s. Mm. She's like, no, you can still have a baby. It's okay. And I said, bitch, I don't want one. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding? I'm selling. Like, yeah. it was so funny because she felt so bad for me that yeah. I was not have my period anymore. You know, yeah, like, it was yeah. so funny to me. And I'm like, okay, you all need to go back home and learn how to watch comedy. Yeah, like, exactly. And, and the, I don't think people get, like, that's the thing. That that really, like, um, freed me up and helped me so much that I could not take myself so seriously. I, as a dancer, <gasps> I used to take myself so seriously. And yeah, it's so depressing. Do. Yeah. You can never make That's fun a, of yeah yeah can't, no yeah and it's so debilitating as a person to be like that serious about everything yourself yeah it's it's it's, it's literally like you want to kill yourself it's literally like burning the bra when you make fun of yourself yeah. like it's freedom it's such freedom yeah wonder it opens up a whole world to you so tell me what was your worst set and where was it do you remember like where you know you bombed so hard that the Ukraine reported it 
<laughs> that Putin took front credit for it. Yeah. That was me. <laughs> she doesn't bomb. Okay, yeah. fuck you. No, fuck you. we don't have enough time Hilarious. for all the times that went horribly wrong. Well, I did this one show, I remember, in Pennsylvania. And, okay, okay. Uh, Okay, they were laughing for all the wrong reasons. Uh, I went with my husband and son. They dropped me off three blocks from wherever this venue is because they're like, we're not going near that place because it looked terrifying. And um, and I did, you know, I do my, I'm Jewish. I make fun of myself, but they were uh, ra- very heavy anti-Semites there who were laughing for all the wrong reasons. And it was a little scary, especially this old, there was one older lady, maybe in her like 80s. She got very drunk. I think she was going to cook me up in some stew. I don't know. It was really freaky. She probably came here to find you from the Holocaust. Like she's <laughs> literally like left over. I was free for you. That's exactly in the car. That's <laughs> the train's about to leave, lady. <laughs> like, what the fuck? People are crazy. Yes, I love I love fun. scary stuff. I love yeah, so. It was terrible. I lo- I'm so happy you were on the show. Thank you for having You're me. You're so adorable. You are and the best. I love you. I love to wrap up. This the is show. a real freaking feminist over here. I'm just saying. All the women were like, "Oh, I'm for women." No, you really uplift people in general. Like I, because you know, why, and I'm not bullshitting. Yeah, but why not? Yeah. Even when people heckle me and hate me, I build them up. You do. I have a. That's it's one of my gifts, and I'm very lucky. Thank you, God, for the gift that I can destroy a heckler by building them up, and they so they don't have any receipts on me. Yeah, whatever. I just like to make people laugh. I, your pain is not my pain, so, and I'm not the cause of it. I'm just a a, a punching bag, so I'm not going to take it on. You have to go home and live with yourself. I'm going to have. I don't fun. want you to be a punching bag. I, yeah, I just, be... I, yeah. Well, whatever. Anyways, I'm. I'm. I'm be a listen. Gucci bag. How about yes, that? Yes, a Gucci Hernandez, uh, Balenciaga. Everybody wants that bag. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so. I love to wrap up the show with these two questions because, A, they, I got they're ready. a fun question. You are so hilarious. I am so ready. This is how fucking Jewish she is. She's Ukrainian. She's, she's probably memorized this. I, I tried. I couldn't get so, to memory. Okay. The first question is, I always ask this because it tells a lot because I have a list. Is there a bit a comic has done that made you go, fuck, that is brilliant. I wish I had written that. There was a bit that I was doing like five years ago, and I, I said, um, if Louis, if it was Brad Pitt, not Louis C.K., it wouldn't be a scandal. That's exactly yeah. what I said. Then a month later, we see Dave Chappelle say the exact same thing on SNL and other comics who had seen me. They're like, you said the same thing. There was a few that came up to me, yeah. and I'm like, well, can I do it? I don't know. All I cared about. You know why? You know why a lot of comics would do because it was a very obvious premise. It's very obvious. because I did the same thing. Yeah, I think fifty comics did that. Exactly. Joke. Yeah. Like it, yeah. like rape is only rape if he's ugly. You exactly. know, it's that concept. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. I, and, the very... I, and I, I talked about then how like if it was Idris Elba, even my husband would go along, and I did the whole thing. If right. I did all, all this impression of Brad Pitt asking me, and it was the greatest day of my life. So I went into yeah, all... it would be yeah, <laughs> yeah, the greatest day of my life. I like, dude, hook me up. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean's 13, 14 and a half. And then I just wrote a bit about um, how kids are the worst um, house, like house guests. And then I was like, but that sounds familiar. And then I looked it up and um, Jim Gaffigan has a similar bit where kids are the worst roommates. So now I'm just trying to figure out if we can, if I could still, it's a little well, different. It's, you just, have, yeah. if it's from your own personal perspective like, and your yeah. own experience, then it's fine. Yeah. Because it's just a similar, it's like saying so, white people do this and black people do yeah, it. Yeah, and everybody yeah, does yeah. that bit. Yeah. But it, at the same time, it's your own personal experience. Yeah. So if you really live that, he's lived it. You yeah. guys have similar lives. 
lives as comics, but also as parents. Yeah. Well, he's so, got five. I've got one. But yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. So now the second question is, because I used to open for Paul Mooney for okay. many years. Here we go. He would close his shows with street jokes. I love that. And they, but he would Mooneyize them. Yeah. And, and comics, when we're on the road together, would love to tell a good street joke. Everybody loves street jokes. So what is your go-to street joke? All right. I've got four. How much time do we have? Oh, uh, we got to wrap it up. All right, let's do a real quick one. I'll do two really quick. I'm gonna give you the lights. What happens when it's <laughs> we didn't have a four? Don't start. I'll keep going. Okay. What happens? Until you take the wall. What happens when a Jewish guy with a full erection runs into a brick wall? Nothing. He breaks his nose. Good night. <laughs> I got one more. This is my son Toby. Okay, this guy has a uh, so this guy has a very old man for his neighbor, and the old man. Uh, always comes over at 9 a.m. I'm sorry, I'm going to read this. And knocks on his door and asks, where's my wife? And then the man has to tell him, you know, your wife has been dead for quite some time. Uh, now this man has thought of moving out. He has thought of not answering the door. But it's all worth it when he sees the smile on his old, old man's face. Okay, if you would have told that clearer, it would have been funny. I, <laughs> I'm reading. I got two more, but we have to go. <laughs> Do one more, and then we're out of here. Cause All right. Oh, boy. Okay. Read it properly. Okay. Read it in English. This not is I should have memorized this. You okay. should have. Rich man and poor man both have wives, okay, uh, with the same birthday. The poor man asked the rich man uh, what he got his wife for her birthday. The rich man says, I got her diamond earrings and some cash. And the poor man goes, well, why did you get her the diamond earrings and the cash? And the rich man says, because, you know, if she doesn't like the earrings, she has the cash. The rich man asks the poor man what he got for his wife, you know, for her birthday. And the poor man says, I got, you know, a pair of slippers and a dild. And the rich man asks, why did you get her a pair of slippers and a dild? The poor man says, because... If she doesn't like the slippers, she can go fuck herself. And now you guys can use these yes, too. Exactly. Okay. Well, girl, Social I love are... you so much. I'm so glad you were here. And tell everybody where they can find you on the socials. Please, uh, Instagram. I would love that. Uh, it's Lana Siebel, S-I-E-B-E-L. Because I, I don't know, Christy, I know we've been talking a lot about it. There's a lot of shit about influencers. But, like, I don't know if you knew I'm an influencer as well. Mm. He knew that. Yeah, yeah. My husband, he's deeply depressed. I influenced that. Mm. But um, <laughs> oh wait, I do have the rim shot on. <laughs> yeah, please, let's do it. Oh, uh, didn't work. There nice. it is. Lana <laughs> <laughs> Siebel, that's the main one. I don't really do TikTok or Facebook, but yeah, it's all Lana Siebel. So excellent. Okay. Yes. And uh, you can follow us also on Instagram at Old School New School Comedy, spelled with a K. Old O L D S K O O L New S K O O L Comedy. And you can follow me at Christy Miller Comedy on all the social medias and here on YouTube. And uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the show. <laughs> See you next week, bitch. 